welcome to the show on Prudent Media. My name is Sachin Chatte and on this show we take a look at the latest releases. This week there are three movies including the Korean English film called Past Lives, there is Niyat the suspense thriller in Hindi and there is a horror film called Insidious 5. First let's take a look at the Korean English film called Past Lives. Past Lives is one of the best romantic films we have seen in a long time. You forget the part where I love you says Nora to her husband while discussing the delicate subject of her childhood sweetheart. Now the childhood sweetheart has come from Seoul to New York just to see her. I don't says Arthur the husband. I only have trouble believing it he adds. Playwright Celine Song's feature film Past Lives is one of the most assured debut we have seen. Right from the writing of the characters to the scenes and the direction, this is such a refreshing and mature take on matters of the heart. Like a seasoned surgeon who knows exactly how to go about his or her job, the director lets the audience feel the emotions that too in the right measure rather than thrust it down on them. This is filmmaking of the highest order. The title of the film refers to the Korean concept of in yun which suggests that people are destined to meet one another if their souls have overlapped a certain number of times. If you get married then the overlap has happened more than 8000 times we are told. At least that is what Nora played by Greta Lee says to her future husband Arthur played by John Magaro. When he asks her if she really believes in all that she promptly says it is something Korean people say to seduce someone. But many many moons ago when she was a young girl Nora and Hasung played by Tio Yo were best friends till her family immigrated to Canada. The two went their ways till 12 years later she discovers that Hasung has been looking for her. The two of them reconnect on Skype. Now she is in New York and he is in Seoul and there is a romantic connection between them again but geography keeps them apart. Another 12 years go by and then Nora is happily married to Arthur played by John Magaro and Hasung has broken up with his girlfriend. While the story of two lovers coming closer and drifting apart only to come back again may sound familiar it is the treatment that sets past lives apart. The story is like Hum Dil De Chuke Sanam but the story is infinitely better. The triumph lies in not just the characters that look real but you even empathize with their emotion. Even the complication of their relationships is simplified in a way where you can't help but admire the craft both of writing as well as of direction. There is a certain restraint shown even in the sentimental scenes. The film also looks real not only because of the characters but the manner in which they are shot. New York the city also plays an important role and you can see the association of an immigrant with the city. Nora came to New York with big ambitions. She wanted to win the Nobel prize but is now happy to settle for the Pulitzer. Arthur is shown to be a nice guy. He does feel jittery when she talks about her ex-sweetheart who seems to have a permanent corner in her heart. But all that looks very natural. A lot of water may have flowed under the bridge, but Hyesung doesn't make bones about his feelings for her, and every word that he says rings true. After the complications set in, you wonder how the director will get out of the deep hole that has been dug. But she not only gets out of it, she does it in style and tugs your heartstrings and lacrimal glands. The camera work by Shabir Kirshner unobtrusively glides into their lives. Take the scene where Nora and Hyesung are in the metro and the camera just shifts left and we see them through the glass while they are standing on either side of the stanchions. 
The music by Christopher Bear and Daniel Rosen reminds you how effective music can be when used appropriately. The acting is also from the top draw. All the three protagonists are on the money in every scene and some of them are not easy to emote the way they have done it. Past Lies is about memories from the past as much as it is about the present. And speaking of memories, there is also a very clever reference to Michel Gondry's Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, one of the best, if not the best film about memories. At the end of it, Past Lives tells us that old flames die hard, or maybe they never do. I'm going to go with 4.5 out of 5 stars for this Korean-English film called Past Lives. The next release of the week is a horror film called Insidious, Insidious Part 5. Now when Insidious was released in 2010, it stood out among the horror films. The subsequent ones were clearly a result of the success of the first film. A sequel was followed by two more films and now we have Insidious The Red Door, also known as Insidious 5. I must confess I had to do a Wikipedia check about which film was a prequel and which was a sequel. After all, the Insidious franchise is not like Indiana Jones or Star Wars where we remember the sequence of events. So this might be a bit confusing to follow, but stay with me. Part of part 4 is where it all began, followed by part 3 and then the other part of part 4 followed by parts 1 and 2 and now we have part 5. Well, that was very easy to understand, wasn't it? Well, be that as it may, the one-line synopsis of this film reads, the Lamberts must go deeper into the further than ever before to put their demons to rest once and for all. Deeper into the further, in case you missed it. Now the further, capital T and capital F, is a place where the demons reside and you can have your own version of a demon who will do nasty things. Josh Lambert from the original films. Now, Josh Lambert is played by actor-turned-director Patrick Wilson. He drops his grown-up son Dalton, played by Ty Simpkins, to college. The father and son are at odds and all is not well between them. And definitely all is not well with Dalton also. Well, what I mean to say is that we have seen that Dalton is a troubled child and we've seen that in the past. For a fair bit of time, the proceedings are dull. There is no intrigue and there are no scary-looking fellas either. There is a sign of things to come when Dalton draws a painting that opens a door to the past and like passengers queuing up for a delayed flight, the demons are ready to break loose. Chris Winslow, played by Sinclair Daniel, plays Dalton's friend from college who also has to bear the brunt of the demons at one point. There is also a talk about astral projection. Now, astral projection is where you can leave your physical body behind and walk into another realm and that is where all the action happens. Eventually, Papa and the son resolve their issues, thanks to the demons and a couple of characters from the previous films also show up. If I could, I would have done an astral projection of myself in the theatre while having a snooze at home. Maybe I'll do that for the two sequels that are planned. I'm going to go with 2 out of 5 stars for Insidious 5s. The Goan Rains are much more scarier than this horror film right now. And lastly, let's take a look at the Vidya Balan starrer Niyat, which is a crime thriller. On a stormy night in the middle of a birthday celebration, there is a death in a Scottish castle which is far away from civilization. There are a limited number of guests, but is it murder or suicide? And who did it? If the plot sounds like an Agatha Christie story, then you are not far off. 
Niyat, directed by Anu Menon, is inspired by Agatha Christie's Hercule Poirot's Christmas, except that instead of egg-shape-headed detective, we have Vidya Balan, who is more of a relatively young Miss Marple. Anu Menon gave us the eminently likable Waiting, which came out in 2015, but Shakuntala Devi in 2020 was a completely damp squib. There is no doubt that Niyat has an interesting story on paper, but cinematically it doesn't really take off as it could have. At times, it resembles a theatrical play where all the characters stand in a semicircle and talk one by one. The setting is very Knives Out-like, but without the style and build-up of the Rian Johnson films. Ram Kapoor plays Ashish Kapoor, a billionaire who has escaped from the shores of India by defrauding the banks and the government wants him back in the country. He lives in a castle overlooking the sea and while he has planned a grand birthday, a storm is brewing. The guests are introduced to the audience one by one and it happens in a jiffy. K is played by Amrita Puri who is his trusted aide, Sanjay played by Neeraj Kabi and Noor Suri played by Dipanita Sharma are his best friends. Then there is Zara played by Nikki Walia who is a tarot card reader whom he trusts completely. Then there's also Lisa, played by Shahana Goswami, who is his new girlfriend. And there are a bunch of other characters as well, including a suspicious acting butler of sorts. Vidya Balan plays Meera Rao, a CBI official who has come to extradite the billionaire back to India, as the characters start getting bumped off one by one in true Agatha Christie fashion. Meera Rao has to use Poirot's, Marple's and Sherlock Holmes skill to find out who done it, but it is not as exciting because the screenplay walks down the familiar path. Take for example the scene where Meera starts using technical terms to describe a sunflower. The screenplay wants to show us how smart and sharp she is, which is obvious. In the middle of that sentence, Rahul Bose's character interrupts her by yelling, Ye kya bakwas hai, or words to that effect. Now, instead of letting the visual speak for itself, there are dialogues that are used to convey whatever the scene has to say. The acting is totally possible, including Vidya Balan, who could have phoned in a part. The niyat of this film is good, but alas, the result is not exactly the same. I'm going to go with 2.5 out of 5 stars for a film that has an interesting story, but otherwise is possible. That's Niyat for you. Well, that's what I thought of the films that were released this week. Do let us know what you think. Do write in to us. Our address is features at prudentmedia.in. And I'll be back with you next week with more movie reviews. Till then, it's goodbye from me.